been listening to Garbage Hill Wouldn't Be Its First Podcast Network, GarbageHillNetwork.com.
Welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm your regular host, Sam, and I'm here today with all three members of Mulligrub. Hello! So, like I usually do to start these off, because there's more than two people talking, it's good to just kind of go around, maybe name an instrument so people can put a name to the voice and we know who's talking. So, I'll start over here. Uh, hi, I'm Kelly. I play guitar and I sing. I'm Riley. I play drums and sing sometimes. I'm Morella and I play bass. And no singing? No singing. No singing. Okay. <laughs> Occasionally. Sometimes. Okay, cool. Well, um, yeah, I think that uh, maybe just to start start things off, I know you have a new album coming out uh, very soon, and by the time this, this comes out, it'll be even sooner. So maybe that's a good place to just kind of get things going. So what can you tell me about the record? Like, what, what's uh, the name of it, and what's the actual release date, maybe for starters? It's called Soft Grudge, and it's coming out April 23rd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's songs that, it all of the songs on this song... We have some newer ones that people know, like we released a single a while ago, and it's, in, well, it was part of a compilation, okay. and it's not on there, but the thing with this album is it, it's a collection of songs that Kelly wrote. Okay. Basically, some of them are quite old, up to five years old, four years old? Six. Six. Well, I, wrote, I know I wrote at least one of them when I was 18, and I'm now 24. Okay. So, that one, at least one is six years old, so they're all, like, pretty much about my friends and like they're like kind of too personal all the time <laughs> okay so a, lot, uh, of, a yeah. lot of the new molly grub songs aren't so much like that but the so old it seems important are. to keep this as a collection like a solid collection okay. of songs so these were ones you've written like pre-band or are they like how long, how long has how long has it been a thing how long is uh have you been a, a unit i guess We've been uh, together for three years. Like okay. I started, um, so yeah. Have you been in the band three years already? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, it's been three years. Oh, wow. Three magical <laughs> me, years. <laughs> me and Kelly played played together probably for five years. Okay. Yeah, I moved here in like 2011, so we've been playing forever together for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> So were these songs that were originally written for the band, or that you had just written on your own? Previously? Well, I probably only wrote actually about like three of them when we started I think to like a few like not that many of them or maybe like half of the songs in our album or something and then the other ones I sort of wrote over the next three years okay I guess cool okay and uh, <laughs> every one of your answers kind of ends I don't know what to do <laughs> I don't know where to go because it's like a yeah well I mean I just don't know what more I no, feel it's cool. like I was on a roll with one of the earlier questions that I can't remember. Like before we started recording? <laughs> no, before we started recording, there was like another one, and I was like, I have a thing to say, but then now I can't remember. Like something about the album? Yeah. Okay, well, no, it's cool. We can get back to the album. Um, I guess, like, for my part, the first, and this probably goes for a lot of people when I pick up Think, the first time I, I really became aware of you guys was when you did that show with Propaganda. Um, and I actually wasn't at the show. I've talked about this on this podcast before. I haven't seen them live since '97. Like I love them, but just every single time they play a show, it sells out in seven minutes or something. So I don't get to go. But I remember seeing <laughs> the, your name on the posters or whatever, and so I looked it up, and I really liked what you were doing. And that was kind of my first introduction to who you were. But I mean, obviously, it's been a project for a lot longer than that. Um, how did how did that show get hooked up? Because that's I mean, it's a big show for anybody, just because of how kind of revered there, I guess, especially locally, right? And, I mean, they always sell out. There was a big crowds. Um, I, I'm pretty sure we were asked because, like, we played a show a while ago with the Rebel Spell. Okay. 
Uh, I don't know if you've heard of them. Yeah, I've heard of them. So, like, Sam, who books the Windsor, asked us, and I guess, uh, like, because he already knew us from that. Okay. And I, he pretty much asked us because we're girls. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's, that's how that happened, pretty much. Okay. We <laughs> also was, fit with the well, yeah, yeah, I guess like, I guess we fit in there. Politicalish, yeah, yeah, politicalish <laughs> kind of <laughs> about the man. Not as like fist pumpy, but like <laughs> somewhat. It was weird. No, mosh some people like this. Yeah, it was. Some people like this. Weird for us. It seemed like a, it was like a pretty macho crowd, so it was like kind yeah. of funny. Yeah. <laughs> but but they were like they sort of like politely stood there and like were like. Oh, you did quite well. Quite well. Yeah. Like just out of respect because you were on the bill. Obviously, so you must be cool if you're if you're on the. I mean, I think some people were into it, but it was yeah. kind of like, uh, like obviously we were like, thank you, we're not complaining. Yeah, of but, course, of course. Yeah, yeah. But like, but it was kind of funny, like a funny audience. Yeah. Well, they have a, they have a weird crowd because I mean they have people who are into them because they really are into like the the message right of the songs and they 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 believe in the politics and all that and then they have people who just like want to rock out and yeah, like, yeah. cuz those guys are super into being bangers and stuff themselves I mean with a message right but like so they yeah they're a weird crowd I know a lot of people who who love them who don't agree with like a single thing they've said in their in their yeah, a lot of people who want there was a lot of like really hilarious stage divers Yes. During your set or? During, no, no, no. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be, cool. uh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I would be like, go up, guys. But no, during Propaganda set, there was just all these like, these dudes who were like at the front and like there was one guy who was like, I remember him because he was wearing some weird hat. <laughs> or he was wearing like a, and like I a fuzzy, like, like a fuzzy, times. like, like a winter hat and it Indoors. was like super warm. <laughs> like I was like sitting in the like, up in the seat area and it was super warm and he just kept he kept getting on and then like jumping off and then he would climb up and he kind of just would the best part was about him why he's my favorite is because he just kind of ran around and would be like like on the stage like, and yeah, then people oh, had to and, push him off like just get off he, he just like, ran around on the stage for like a while being like ah, ah. <laughs> if that guy's listening <laughs> yeah, I hope he is you're you know who you are <laughs> you're my favorite part of the show if he's listening, he's probably pumped right now. He's like, <laughs> Running around in his room. Catch's name. No. <laughs> no. Get the hat, though. He's probably pretty distinct, right? Yeah. He knows who he is. Give us a ring. We're looking for a stage diver. Yeah, come to the You can make part of your live show. Just get yeah. him to moan on stage and jump he, around. He around. mostly would probably be jumping on the ground, I guess, because there are no people. People would yeah. be like, oh. So what did that what did that show do for for your, for your I mean in terms of I mean obviously it brought a lot of attention to you I'm assuming because I mean that's again like a fairly high profile show to be playing and I know some other bands who've played with them previously when they've been in Winnipeg have always been kind of really pumped about it in, in the sense that it, it introduced them to a pretty new audience that maybe wouldn't have heard of them just as a local band playing you know clubs here and there so did it I mean was there did you see an impact on on maybe I don't know, response to future shows or anything like that? Or just people generally coming up to you and saying they like your band or anything like that? We've had a bit of that, yeah. Yeah, after some people came up and said we did a good job. But there was also there was one message I remember. Someone said that they enjoyed our set because at the beginning you you said... Um, was it the, the, about the treaty? Or I, I just did a land acknowledgement land at the beginning. Okay. Because I feel like that's a thing that... Well, I, I normally don't do them, but I was like, there's a lot of people here, so I'll do this one. And I had just been at a thing the, the other day with, and like sitting with a friend, and she like was like, that was really cool that they did that. So I was like, I'll just, that's easy to do. I will do it. 
Or yeah. Like, nah. Thought that was really cool, and there was like a positive message. Yeah. Feedback from that. that was great. That's something that I see more and more. Not even not just shows like all over the place. People are doing that, which is it's kind of cool. Seems like it's been the past year or so. Everyone seems to be, which is good. I'm not, not like everyone does it. It's not cool anymore. But like everyone's doing it. It's nice, nice to nice to see that. Yeah. So uh, for people who haven't heard this show before, the way it works is, I mean, obviously we talk to local bands about what they're doing, but we also have a random theme word. We press a button on the computer, and it shoots out a word at us. And uh, we kind of, I kind of used to describe it as like the word dictates the flow of the conversation, but it really doesn't. I mean, we just get people to pick songs, and some of the songs are just like, they don't, there's nothing to say about them afterwards, or sometimes they do actually generate conversation. But the word that we got this week is puppet, and uh, I think that's a decent one. Uh, sometimes we get just completely awful ones, or, or ones that don't fit with the, the band. I don't know if puppet is something that works with you guys, but um, I had a lot of ideas for songs, so I don't know, I don't know how, that, how you felt about that. But I got a few. Mostly they involve actual puppets. That's good. Well, there's no, there's no wrong answers, right? It's like any way you can make a connection to puppet is cool. where we're cool. So do you, do you want to pick a song to start with? Um, I feel like I'll need to find mine, so I feel okay. like you oh, have yeah. a better idea of what you want, don't you? Find yours? Like, I can't remember what it is. <laughs> <laughs> find it in your brain? Well, I know what it is. Like, I remember, like, it's a certain, it's a certain bird... Singing a song at a certain frog's funeral. <laughs> oh, is he, is he being green? I think. That, is oh, that Big Bird Jim singing? That's what, yeah, no, the Kermit sang that at Jim Henson's funeral. No, 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 Big Bird sang something at someone else's funeral. Yeah, you're talking about Big Bird. That, there's Big, the song that Big Bird sang at Jim Henson's funeral. What did he sing? Can't <laughs> well, I can just Google it. I have one. Uh, it's actually... It's, I'm up at one. Who should go first, though? Well, if you already have one, while you're looking up the Big Bird thing, we can do the, the yeah. Um, sure. Or is yours also Big Bird? Well, no. Okay. It's, it's actually, it's a uh, speaker. Awesome. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> he sings, uh, he does a cover of, like, this song called Feelings. Okay. Which is, like... Oh, I've, I think I've heard this, yeah. It's, like, the epitome of, like, a harp, like, a breakup song. But it's very neepy. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's really great, um... It's sad though too because the lyrics are really like they're really cheesy but they're so like deep and like sad. Me 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 me.
Oh yeah, it was Beaker. That was great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that guy, that guy should. They, I don't think they use that guy enough. Like, I mean, he's always a one-note joke, kind of with the meeps, but like, it's a good character. Cool. Yeah, I do too. I like him. I like him. But he's not one of like the, the he's not one of the A level Muppets, right? He's kind of like the B team, yeah. or even the C team, because the main I mean, you need like Kermit and Miss Piggy and Fozzie and Gonzo, and then there's everyone else is kind of a few steps down. The band is cool though. I love the Doctor Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. Oh, awesome. love them, love them. Yeah. Can't get enough. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good choice for puppet though. It's a good way to good way to start it off. Thank you. Like I, f- I find that this the, the theme thing. It kind of uh, the idea is to make people kind of dig into their own record collections and pick things that maybe they wouldn't automatically normally be listening to because they're kind of stuck on the word. Oh, yeah. And puppet is just going to make a lot of this stuff happen, which is yes. I kind of like. It's cool. So um, <laughs> I don't know. This is one of those ones that's not going to generate conversation. I think because that's <laughs> it was, fine. It was, it was <laughs> that's <laughs> I think that that song describes who we are. What? <laughs> what? Okay. I'm not joking. Well, I, actually, that's funny that you say that. Like, yes. as a group? Oh, yes. you it actually... Okay. Actually, yeah. In what way? I mean, like, <laughs> the song Feelings. Um, oh, the real song, not the Beaker version. But also, like, Beaker, because, like, I don't know. He, he's just, like, he never gets... Yeah, he's, like, the underdog. Yeah, you know? oh, totally. And, like, I guess he always, uh, doesn't he always die in, like, episodes, too? Because people, like, try to kill him, or, like, I I think he gets blown up a lot doing experiments, because it's Dr. Bunsen Honeydew, yeah. Right. But he's, like, um, I don't know, he's such an underdog, and he's so great. And the song is so sad, too, and him singing it, (laughs) and just saying me, is, like, perfect. I think he might have some deep emotional turmoil, though, that character, like. Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. Nailed it. (laughs) Thanks, because, like, I feel like he's really sad, but he's also cute. Yeah. That's who we are. When he's limited in what he can say, too. He can't yeah. express the feelings that he that he has. It's... <laughs> I'm, like, in art school, and I was just about to launch into a, uh, a comparison with a video artist, Beaker, singing this song. Oh, really? Yes, but I don't know. Well, you might as well do it now. You already... Uh... Well, <laughs> it's gonna sound kind of ridiculous, and maybe it will be offensive. I don't know. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> or, like, there's a piece... Like this video artist called Sharon Nishat, I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name correctly, but she like has this thing that's like, I forget what it, what's it's called. I can't remember what it's called, but it's like these, it's like these two facing video channels and it's like a man and a woman singing and this, and the man is singing like this old Persian love song and he's in an auditorium and there's like all these people clapping for him every time. And then the woman is like all alone and she she doesn't have like a song and she's just kind of like singing this terrible painful wail, and it's it was like I mean she the, she says it's not really like a comment directly on this but like it was made she's from Iran and it was made at a time when women weren't allowed to like listen to or record music or play music I think mm-hmm. maybe they were allowed to listen to it I can't remember but anyway so it was like this woman like can't like sing songs and she's not allowed to like express herself so she finds this new way to express herself and it's like way more expressive than this like guy singing these really old songs and he looks at her and he's like super jealous and that's pretty much it so like i was just thinking like yeah beaker also doesn't know how yeah he has no way of uh he has no range he has no like he can't uh access words i guess <laughs> it's it's really different but that's what I mean. no i see the connection for sure well, but it reminds you of it and I love that he finishes it too. Like he doesn't. After all the bad response from the crowd, yeah, yeah, he just keeps on going. I feel like Animal kind of helps him along though. Like <laughs> without Animal, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Muppets, Muppets are awesome. That's a weird one, but a good one. 
I like it. Um, okay, so back to, back to your band. Um, I like what I usually do when I'm getting ready for these shows is I try to find everything I can by whoever I'm interviewing and listen to as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And I had found a bunch of your stuff, and then today I saw that you have something that was premiered by Stereo Gum. Mm-hmm. And is that is that brand new today? Like as of the day we're recording this, that just mm-hmm. just uh-huh. happened. Uh-huh. That is a pretty high profile um, website. I mean, they you know they mm-hmm. premiere a lot of stuff. How did that happen? Well, um, I, I we were on Stereo Gum before. Uh, Kelly has um, we have a song called um, oh Sprite Zero. Sprite Zero. Does the one for the compilation, right? Yeah, okay. one of their compilations. Isn't Sprite Zero the one that has puppets in the music video? It you is. You a puppet music video? Sprite it there. is. What a weird it does have co- those, those, there's a, for those, uh, people aren't seeing this, yeah. Well, offer a visual description, <laughs> yeah. but, like, there is behind Sam on the couch a sock uh, monkey. What a tie-in. It's perfect, <laughs> A sock monkey <laughs> and a little bunny wearing a, wearing a muscle shirt, and I don't think this penguin or this bear is in it, but those are two of the stars of one of our, of our video for Sprite Zero Slushy, which was on Stereo Gum, because it was part of a suicide prevention compilation. Right. Which, strangely enough, was through, like, Reverb Nation. Or, like, some okay. guy from Reverb Nation was like, I like your band, do you want to be on this? It's very convoluted and strange. It was very, it was, like, really weird, and I was like, oh, I just kept saying, okay. And then it was like, oh, it's real. I, like, really didn't think this website was real, but, like, okay. So that happened, and then, like, a year later, Marla emailed the same guy, and he was like, okay. He was, it was amazing. He was very, like, very excited about our music, and... Um, and yeah, he was just super great, um, and was really excited. James Red Riddig. James Riddig. Yeah, I believe I might be saying his last name wrong. I also Sorry, know James. the other guy because he added me on Facebook. His name's Paul Bless. If you're out there, thank you, sir. Thank you. You've that done a lot for us. You guys rule. Well, that's I mean that, that's like big exposure, rule. right? You get you get heard by people all over the place. And, yeah. 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 Yeah, that, that that was pretty. That was pretty ruly. Yeah. <laughs> Rule. And so that's how. Like I emailed. I talked. To, I emailed James, and we set that up. Cool. And it, was, it worked out really great. And we're so excited and proud of it. Because that seems like a thing that happens a lot now. People like that's how songs get out there more than I mean more than the radio. Like traditionally, how it used to be, right? It's like, exclaim, we'll do it, or stereo gum, we'll do it. All these people are just premiering songs, and then that's how it, it's cool. It's a totally different way than. I mean, for sure, yeah. But it's because yeah. the radio, yeah. Well, radio is different then. Yeah, it's very, it's very different. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I love the radio. Don't get me wrong. I listen to C- CKW like every day. Yeah. Can I just say my favorite show because it was sure. on today? Morning breath. So good. It's a really good six, name for a show too. Six a.m. to sep- six a.m. to 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 eight a.m. I think okay. on Monday mornings. Which I am up for for terrible reasons. <laughs> I'm up. I'm up that early too. But, but like, it, have you ever listened to it? I haven't. I'm gonna. You should. It's so good. They have uh, they have the flush files, bathroom reviews. Um, <laughs> Actual bathroom reviews. They review bathrooms. They have Whoa. this day in history, twenty five years ago. Cool. That's it. They have like they're just very witty and like funny, and they make Monday mornings a little easier. So at the flush files, thank you. Woo. <laughs> shout just out. a bunch of shoutouts. This whole, <laughs> whole thing is just Muppet songs and shoutouts. Uh, yeah, that's it's not really happened. a bad great thing to listen to, I guess. Shoutouts to Muppets, but, um, I, but anyway, that that song that you premiered, I really, I really loved the song. I thought it was awesome. I, I was actually all, I mean, I'd been listening to whatever I could find beforehand. And I was all excited about it. I was going to ask you about certain things, and then I heard that song. I was like, oh, this is even better. So I, I, I've see, I keep seeing you described as pop punk, and to me, that doesn't sound like pop punk. I mean, I. I I don't know what I hate. I know everyone hates genres and hates kind of trying to describe themselves. But what what do you call it? Because it, to me, it doesn't sound like what I think pop punk is. I can kind of see why people are using that, but I, I don't know. what... I mean, it sounds like something else yeah. to me. 
I don't know what. Yeah. You I guess we call. Sorry, go on. I guess we call it that because we don't know. Is it just because it's like <laughs> an easy thing that people can associate? Like, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. And then, sorry. No, no, it's okay. I don't really. I was just going to say, if anyone out there can think of a word, yeah. please send it to us. <laughs> you may use it, yeah. Because we'll use it. Yeah. <laughs> you might get some good ones, actually. <laughs> but, uh. Is that a genre? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like, I guess I feel like that's sort of where I was coming from when I was writing the song. Okay. Although I know that it doesn't really sound like that, it's so I'm awesome. just like... Yeah, I think people yeah. who like that would maybe like this. So yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what to call it either. I mean, I just feel like pop punk is something, and this was something different. But I really like it. I mean, it sounds very kind of '90s to me. A lot of it too. I don't know if that's something on purpose or not. But I mean, and that's super vague. It's just almost more vague than pop punk is '90s to be anything. But uh, I don't know. It uh, has kind of a maybe with a loud soft thing kind of going on that a lot of bands in the 90s mm-hmm. were doing and uh, and I like that so, so I, I was into it but yeah I, I know everyone has trouble defining their own music but maybe you need to just let someone do it for you and then because mm. I used to be in a band and we didn't know what to call it and someone put on a poster pre-punk art terror and like that became the thing I don't even know what it means but like, <laughs> it sounded awesome so we started using it and people would ask what does that mean and I don't know <laughs> so it sounds like yeah. that makes sense to me well it does but I, I I don't know if it really described what we were doing or not. <laughs> yeah. It does I don't know. Describe something. It describes something, yeah. yeah. It describes something. What it is. Like yeah. Doesn't matter. But I mean, so is pop pop punk, I know it's like again, it's just you're using it as a kind of a placeholder to that people can connect to, right? Mm. But what is uh, is there I mean, is there a band or bands or artists that the three of you kind of collectively point to as being something like, hey, this is something that we are all into? Or maybe when you got the band together, this is something you all kind of were listening to or wanted to not emulate but you know draw inspiration from i think kelly um and i and riley possibly i'm not sure but waxahachie okay. like we really like we really like waxahachie or like radiator hospital but there there's 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 others i'm sure yeah. so. basically we like everything on don giovanni yes. okay and if we were on the record label we would die from happiness yeah <laughs> we, i don't I don't feel like there's anything that everyone in the band listens to that sounds anything like the band, really. But well, well you guys like all those bands. It's mostly just you. Like you <laughs> <laughs> like me and Raul had a pretty similar taste. Yeah. And he, and Riley just likes Prince and Reggae, I think. I don't know what you listen to. Yeah, you don't know what I listen to. Well, you're a producer. Right? So yeah. you list, mostly listen to bands that you're producing. <laughs> well, you do a lot of that probably as part of the job, true. right? Yeah. That's true, yeah. But, uh, I mean, that... Yeah, I don't know. I listen to all sorts of stuff. I was just listening to Stevie Wonder before. Yeah. It's a pretty good choice. I love Stevie Wonder. Super Wonder. awesome. Yeah. But, and we all like Stevie Wonder. But no one's going to... Stevie Wonder doesn't sound like Wonder. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's not an influence, right? I guess no, if you all like it, there could be something yeah, weird in there floating around the Stevie Wonder that yeah, connects. Yeah, sure. Possibly. Well, how do you how do you describe it if someone like someone you know finds out you're in a band and they want to hear it? Do you just say pop punk, or is there some kind of do you have like a convoluted <laughs> way to describe it to them? Or I just say like pop punk ish. Like uh, it's yeah, uh, pop punk ish. Oh, yeah, you're the one who does all the, the press emails. What do you say? You're <laughs> <laughs> on the spot. Now. I'm on the spot. Yeah. Um, so in one in a few emails, I was like, um, you know, uh, this is something I'm, I'm not sure um, if you can maybe like 
listen to it and <laughs> decide what you think. Like what you think. Is that what you like. say? That was like an like one or two. Because <laughs> I was like ready to get ideas. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I say like pop punkish. I actually use like the twee-ish, kind of like okay. twee-ish kind of with that. So um yeah. I feel like the twee thing is the closer, but then nobody knows what that means. I usually just sort of say like Alternative. Yeah, right. Alternative. I use that too. But that almost works. Like what I was saying, it sounds nineties to me, and that maybe almost because everything was called alternative. Oh, right? yeah. no, <laughs> I, I really don't like using that because I feel like it's like. Well, it doesn't mean anything. It's like nothing is. Like, it doesn't mean anything. It's and a I feel totally like, meaningless term. It's like, like indie, which means yeah. nothing anymore. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. I feel like when I say alternative, though, that I'm like I have to like go dye my hair pink. Right. And like. Not that that's bad. I have friends with pink hair and it's cool. But like, I don't know. You, you probably know. need some large boots. Large maybe. boots. Nine inch nails. T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's anything at this point. Yeah. yeah. Alright, okay. Well, <laughs> it's obviously something that, that can't be defined. Um, nine inch nails. Yeah, nine inch, that sounds like nine inch nails with dyed hair and boots. But <laughs> So let's go to another puppet song. Did you find the one you were looking for? With the uh, big I bird? I sure did. What is so, it? Um, this Mine is, is nothing. This is a uh, Big Bird singing. It's easy. It's not easy being green. At Jim Henson. Oh, he did sing it. I thought it was service. Kermit who sang that. I think that Jim Henson was the voice. Well, he was Kermit, Kermit, right? Of course. So that wouldn't work, would it? So they played it like Kermit also died when he died. Oh, okay. But then so they then kept reusing died. him in every single yeah, movie and show. Back. Yeah. He came back, but like at his memorial, a man or a woman, or probably a, a few people. A few people. Were Big Bird. Living Bird's one guy. He's still doing it too. He's like really? almost eighty. He's he name's, name's Carol Spinney. He's uh, there's a documentary about him actually. He's yeah, he's, he's really old now, but he's still. He does the voice and the the body moves. Yeah, he's moving. And he's got like wow. a, a hand thing for the mouth. And, That's wild. Yeah, he's been doing it the same guy the whole time. And most of them are you know replaced. But yeah, Big Bird is still. So yeah, let's check out Big Bird. It could be nicer being red or yellow or gold or something much more colorful like that. It's not easy being green. It seems you blend in with so many other ordinary things. And people tend to pass you over. Because you're not standing out like flashy sparkles on the water or stars in the sky. But green is the color of spring, and green 
can be cool and friendly like And green can be big like a mountain Or tall as a tree Or big as a sea When green is all there is to be It could make you wonder why But why wonder, why wonder I am green, and it'll do fine. It's beautiful, and I think it's what I want to be. Thank you, Kermit. That was like a massive downer. <laughs> super depressing. Oh, no. I love it. Like, that's, that's hard. I've never seen that before. I'd, I'd heard about it. I heard that he was doing... That he did that, but I never actually. Kind of makes me really sad. Yeah, he's like almost breaking down. Yeah, kind of. it'd be so weird being in that suit and having to do that at a funeral. Yeah, that's cool it'd be though. Pretty weird. And stuff. It's, it's super cool. I mean, if I'm you know if I'm having anyone sing at my funeral, I would love it for it to be a Muppet. <laughs> it'd be pretty outstanding. But that's I always thought of that song is kind of. I mean, it's a sad song, I guess, but it's kind of uplifting, right? Because I mean, Kermit's like proud of who he is, and the real the original one on the show, right? He's sitting there and he's. Kind of gets himself worked up about how it actually is good to be green. Yeah, I guess though, like I feel like the the that in the end of that song, he's just like, I guess it's okay to be green. <laughs> but that's just because he's sad. That's because he's actually sad in real life. <laughs> like the guy in the suits losing his. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess in like the regular version, he's excited about being green. Well, he comes around, right? <laughs> he's initially upset about it, but then he. Not in this version. This version, he's mourning the loss of his dead friend. Yeah, know. which is yeah, it's pretty sad. Sorry, it's like it's great. What? It's great to be green. Yes. <laughs> What's the? So how's hot Kelly? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! This What's fish. It? Hot Kelly. Same the fish. Hot Kelly know. is the name of my fish. Okay. That Marilla gave me for my birthday. She lives in a little pink castle. <laughs> <laughs> She's purple. <laughs> And she swims around, and sometimes she gets angry. At what? Well, the other day I just put some food in, and she was just like, <laughs> and like sort of flipped her body around and like hit it with her tail, and like she was gonna kill it. She's a fighting fish. She's right? a fighting. Oh, okay. Fish. Yeah, right. yeah. So you can't put anything else in there with her, right? Yeah. No, she would. She would kill them. Just, just like me. If I was a fighting <laughs> You're a fighting fish. You would kill everybody. <laughs> I've fished, the, I have a tank full of those uh, guppies that, like, live birthing guppies, so they're constantly having babies in the fish tank, and then they, what usually happens is, like, they'll have a million babies, and then uh, one fish will eat or kill all of the other adults, <laughs> and so there's just one adult, and then, like, a thousand babies, not a thousand, but, like, a big pile of babies, and they have these shrimps in the bottom of the tank, and they kind of, like, clear away the bodies, so there's not even any fishing out the dead fish, like, they take them off and do something with them. <laughs> It's wow. really it's messed up. So it's like this weird ecosystem has been going for years. These, these <laughs> fish just, you just have it in your house. You're just like, yes. They don't have to do anything. You feed them and then they, they clear out the corpses. They they continue, you know, growing, wow. the, growing the size of the fish colony. <laughs> it's pretty messed up. That's so weird. Yeah. yeah. Uh-oh. I learned... Uh-oh. Oh, this is the wrong one. I learned, uh, I learned from... The best? <laughs> yes. Oh, I had frogs when I was a kid. And they would die. No, so they wouldn't die. They would have little eggs, and then they would eat them. Like I would, I, like my frogs had eggs, and then I was like, "Oh no, I can't like take care of all these tadpoles." 
So I went to the fish store and was like, hey, can I... Like, what do I... Oh, sorry. I'm distracted. <laughs> what do I do? All my frogs are having babies and there's going to be too many. And they were like, don't worry. They'll just eat the eggs if you just leave them alone. And I was like, what the fuck? I think a lot of animals eat their own children. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty... If left in a confined space. Yes. Yeah. What else are you going to do with it? I don't know. <laughs> I guess that's the... Yeah. You're like, there's only enough crickets for me and Thelma. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, it looks like one of you guys got to go. <laughs> or like eight of you. Yeah. Yeah. What a bizarre conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Especially oh, after yeah. that, it's like really depressing uh, Big Bird. Yeah, it's just... Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. talking about dead animals. But it ended on frogs. So that, the yeah, it ended on frogs. So it connects. It all comes back yes, around to Kermit. So. Good. Yeah. Well, about the times. So. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Maybe that's why Kermit didn't like being green. <laughs> <laughs> he had to eat his own children. And his parents tried to eat. Yeah, probably. He's like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I ride a bike now. He <laughs> just like runs away as much as he can. I feel like that funeral though, like it, it really implied that Kermit was also dead. I mean, I get why he's saying goodbye, Kermit, but it must have been weird for kids to see that. Then there's Kermit again, like the next week, uh-huh. this slightly different voice. Just a few more kids with sort of messed up ideas of life and death. Yeah. <laughs> well, did you hear Sesame Street is hipsters now? They made they, they now it's on uh, I think it's HBO or something. Bought Sesame Street and they they they, they changed the street. So there's it's uh, it's a little more upscale than it was before. Oh and, what? Yeah, and it's not really a ghetto anymore. Like Oscar had recycles, and <laughs> this is real. I'm not joking. And like they have these little cafes and stuff that are like it's really these trendy little shops and everything. They're and gentrifying. They gentrified something. They already did. They already did. No. It's ridiculous. I haven't actually seen an episode, but I've seen some. I saw the trailer and I saw uh, some some photos, and it's weird because Sesame Street's awful. been it's been Sesame Street the same essentially the same street like forever right I mean yeah. they change the sets a little bit paint give them paint jobs and stuff but yeah now it's Sounds bad. now it's really trendy and hip oh no I, I knew when Cookie Monster started eating vegetables yeah would only go downhill from there he still eats cookies though oh it's yeah. just cookies are sometimes food that's, <laughs> that's the new thing with him he's uh well yeah we're talking about Sesame yeah. Street I'm a grown up and I eat cookies whenever I want, kids. (laughs) Sometimes food. Anyway, um, yeah. okay, so back to talking about your band. Um, one thing that comes up on the show all the time, no matter who I'm talking to, is uh, when someone's putting out an album, because it's the future and people listen to music in completely different ways than they used to, it's kind of up in the air how a band is necessarily going to release something. I mean, some people will just do digital, some people will put, you know, dump a bunch of money into vinyl, some people will do only tapes. I mean, it's completely random. It used to be, here's a CD, everyone does a CD, it's the automatic thing you do, but now it's totally kind of... Mm. It's anything, right? So, did, have you figured that out? What the plan is for how your album's being released? Yeah, we're gonna do CDs and tapes. Okay. Because CDs are like convenient for a lot of people. Yeah, for especially sure. Especially radio stations. Yeah. Um, and the last time we went on tour, we sold CDs. Do you think it's just people like to pick something up at the show? Like, they yeah, have a- for sure. Yeah, that that's the thing. You know, I always see people. I always see people posting things about posting things about like it's weird I don't know in the last couple of years there's been so many posts on Facebook and people talking about like how there's no like real music anymore yeah. and how like everything's like digital yeah. it's like that's not true you just like don't know where to look <laughs> like people and people buy people will go out of their way to support bands that oh, like definitely. independent bands yeah. like no one's buying like major label music People still buy CDs and tapes. Yeah, even if they don't have the the player for it, yeah, they buy it just they to support. Right, they get the download card or whatever with it. And... Yeah. It, yeah. I I even like for me like 
I find it really annoying to listen to music on computers all the time because of streaming services and yeah. how you don't really have like a collection yeah, that you, you have can like just buttons. Yeah, yeah, like and I feel like even like having a digital collection is sort of like not 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 even a thing anymore, which yeah. I think really sucks because you can like go through and find things that you used to listen to. Right. It's really nice to do that. So I really, really like having physical copies and especially tapes. I like mostly prefer to listen to things on tape. Tape yeah, yeah, that's good to hear because it's, it's. I mean, this is something I ask a lot on the show, and I get some weird answers. Like some people are, are really, really. Well, it's not weird, I guess, but some people are really, really bought into the only streaming. They've got rid of all their physical albums. And I mean, there's people who play music too, and they're just like they're so focused on I can get anything with a touch of a button, so this is how I want it. But I, I like for me, I don't. I still have tons of physical media. I don't. I don't. I don't subscribe to any of these streaming things. I even use iTunes. Like I just. Uh, I don't know. For me, I, th- I feel like if I'm not touching it when I put it in the thing, it doesn't count or so. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, streaming is more accessible in certain ways, like in that, like it's often free for the person who uses it. Yeah. But also, like I find, like for me, like I just have a really old phone, <laughs> and it yeah. just doesn't work. So maybe if like people don't have money to like buy a new phone, for sure, yeah. Streaming is not actually a really like accessible thing for everybody. So like uh, that's why I prefer tapes because it's like. This is never gonna like be like it's it's there's no like planned obsolescence with my like shitty right. mono tape player. It's the same shitty mono tape player that people had twenty years ago or thirty years ago and it still yeah. works, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I'm like half like I I I like I love tapes and I have CDs uh, also. Not too much vinyl, but a lot of tapes and CDs. But I love because I always have my phone with me all the time, like. Everywhere, so I'm all digital. Okay, and I love it. It's just yeah. Every do you have? Do you actually keep the digital files, or are you just streaming? Or streaming? Yeah. I use like iTunes, um, and yeah, I know a lot of people that I work with do the like have iTunes, and we share playlists that way. And it's just oh, super yeah. easy when I'm at work. I'm like, oh, I forgot about this song, and I like have it right there, and it's easy on my phone. So it's too super accessible. Super, it's really great. And I love it. So, cool. Yeah, but I don't. I do not hate like tapes or anything. I love that still. So, but yeah. well, tapes are tapes are coming back. Like it's, For sure. a, it's a thing. It's kind of cool, actually, because it's. I mean, I think a lot of people completely wrote tapes off when they ended the first mm. place, and so they did it done forever. We're never, and it was amazing because you could get so many cheap tapes at Valley Village and stuff. Like yeah, people were dumping their whole collections, and yeah. it was like a buck, and you could get. And now, now you can't. Now it's just like the same like, Herb Albert tapes that are there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, more of my. I have a big tape collection and a big CD collection, and mo- a lot of my CDs don't work. Oh yeah, all, tapes work, right? Much all my tapes yeah. work. Yeah, they might sound kind of weird, but oh yeah, because tapes are, they don't get scratched. After they don't, yeah. ten years or so, the tapes, the CD phase. Yeah, there's some, I don't know the exact. There's something about CDs where the data is not permanent. Yeah, yeah, it gets like corrupted or something or weird. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of like or like the the coding just like fades away. Same, same with tape, but I mean tape like a tape and vinyl like a well protected master copy of something can last for a really long time. Yeah. yeah. Tape, like, it'll run out if you play it a bunch of times. That, you gotta play a lot, though. You gotta play it, like, a whole bunch of times before it actually yeah. starts to sound wrong. Yeah. I do, like, I also do, like, I have, like I said, I have a big tape and CD collection, but I do use streaming services. I've been jumping, I've been bouncing around on, uh, um, like the free trials of like oh, yeah. all of them <laughs> the last year, and then just quit when it comes to because yes. yeah, yeah. there's like title, Spotify, 
Google? I Apple Music, Google Play, they all have free yeah. ones. So. So take advantage of it. it it's terrible for independent artists, though. Like, oh, yeah. God. They're basically just taking your songs so that they right. can make money off advertising. Like, you don't... You yeah. get like what you like make a, one sixteenth so of a cent or something for every you get, twenty. Or like how much money? I mean, I could Google this. It's, it's something I? like, like a who, third what? Of a cent. It's not Farrell, yeah. Or like had like the like Happy was like the most streamed song of like all time or something made, like, on the internet. Bucks. And yeah, he made like less or like I think he made like ten grand. But like considering like, how many people listen to that song, yeah, that's, like, yeah, yeah. like a billion streams. I don't. Know, I made up that number, but like you know, well, it's, it's probably not for like honestly. That song was. I mean, it's in the millions for sure. Like probably tens or hundreds of millions even. Yeah, it's just like really. That's really shitty. But then I guess if you play people's music on Bandcamp, it doesn't really like. They don't get anything for streams, but still. Unless someone buys it, right? That, like, that Brian Camp does that thing where if you listen to a song a bunch of times, it's like, hey, you should probably buy this. Yeah. They have <laughs> to make you do it, though. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah still, I guess yeah. also you have to pay. Another thing people maybe don't know. You have to pay to join the services. So, like, like so if you're... Well, like oh, Spotify to join Spotify, you have, you have to, to get on pay. it, yeah. Like, if you want to put your music on, you Well, you need a digital yeah. distributor. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, okay. a middleman. So you might have a record label or something that does it, but if right, you're yeah. like independent, then you have to pay to get on it. So like, so is uh, it even worth? It's not, not worth make, it. I guess it's just exposure, right? Which is like, like we're not gonna go on Spotify because probably it won't be worth it. Or I don't know. Marilla wants to. Marilla's like Kanye's. Like yeah, he's on, on it. Like, it's changing so many good well. people. Changing his album every week. <laughs> yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. No, because he's not going to release any more CDs. Apparently, he's just going to go all digital, all his music. Well, I yeah. didn't realize he was already even releasing CDs at this point. Oh really? <laughs> okay. uh, he's, he okay. just kind of like puts. He, it's he kind of just like pushes things across the table. I feel like that's his. I thought yeah, he just kind of tweets things and that becomes reality. <laughs> it has to become yeah. reality. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm gonna pick a puppet song um, oh, yeah, right. based oh, yeah. on based on the other ones we were listening. to. We were talking about Cookie Monster, so this was my original choice. But because we're talking about Muppets, um, there's a lot of videos that are going around on YouTube and kind of shared all over the internet of Sesame Street, particularly uh, overdubbed with actual songs. Mm-hmm. And because you know puppets kind of have this like Muppets have this flapping lip thing, and it's not really making distinct vocal sounds, so you can easily. So someone, some brilliant person, combined Tom Waits' uh, "God's Way on Business" with Cookie Monster. Mm-hmm. And it works incredibly well. I mean, it's a great song anyway, but Cookie Monster singing like Tom Waits, the voice, the voice fits the, the, the image. And I mean, I know this is an audio podcast, but I strongly encourage everyone to check out the YouTube video. Because I mean, if you're listening to this right now, it's just a really good Tom Waits song. But I mean, you need to look up the Cookie Monster version and it's really awesome. So Cookie Monster uh, singing Tom Waits singing God's Way of Business. Got so great, got so great, got so great on 
the bank. It's a job, it's a job. Money moon rising with the plague and the fun. Turn the mob, turn the mob. I feel like that. I mean, I love that video, and I've watched it a number of times. But I feel like whoever made it, the amount of time like put into syncing up the vocals, it's ridiculous. Like, and for what benefit? Like, other than just making an awesome Cookie Monster video. I uh, may I also say, uh, in terms of puppets singing regular songs, yeah, we were discussing uh, while the song was playing, and you couldn't hear us. Like, uh, <laughs> love in this club. Uh, there is a great, like, animatronic version. I feel like it's some guy bought, like, an animatronic set from Chuck E. Cheese, mm. and then he just oh, really? sort of sets... Like, those things are terrifying, though, those, the ones that move on their own, like, they're really creepy. Yeah. Mm. It's pretty, it's pretty creepy, but Imagine he did one that was... And, sorry? Imagine them rapping and singing Usher. Yeah, well, there's yeah, a... Because now you don't have to, so anyways, Google that. There's yeah. a, also, speaking of puppets rapping, there's a, uh, similar to this one, there's a Burton Ernie one, and it's, uh... Like overdubbed with the uh, anti up by MOP, <laughs> yeah, and it's amazing. That. It's like, and they're yeah. just like headbanging and stuff, and it's re- it's really, and that must have taken even I've longer, just based on the amount of lip More movement words. and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That one is amazing. Yeah. yeah, and they're hitting drums and stuff and trumpets and things. And I was gonna pick that one actually. That was one of my ones. I was actually gonna pick that until we started talking about Cookie Monster. <laughs> <laughs> like, it seems like a <laughs> seems like a good choice. With, uh, a Muppet theme. Yeah, yeah. You internet. 
Yeah. 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 The internet does some weird things like that. Mm. So are you? Uh, are you? Are you, you guys touring after this album comes out? Is that Within in the cards? Yes, we're touring in May. Woo! Our friend Gil is booking a tour for us. <laughs> First date touring. Yeah. First date touring. They rule. They are cool. Yeah. Um, we're going uh, out west. Okay. Uh, May sixth and until May twenty second. So. We have some shows booked already in Calgary and some places in Vancouver, but we'll have more posted about that cool. sometime shortly. Yeah. Have you um, been that way before, or is it? I haven't personally. I'm excited. I've been, but not with this band. Not with this band. Not with this band. Yeah. Has this band toured much, like at all, or is this kind of the first? We've done before? like two weekend tours. One yeah. In the states. One. In oh, really? Saskatchewan. We want to start doing more. I think. Like it's just it's just difficult, mostly because I'm in school. I think that's the main thing that's stopping. But I'm like kind of almost done, so. Well, it's hard for everyone to tour. Yeah, it's like, a pretty hard thing to do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I really, I mean, I mean, maybe I didn't. I want to tour more. You've toured a lot. I've toured a lot. I think we could tour more. Just tour saying. More. I'm. I would love to. Also. Yeah, it's so fun. Like we went on tour to Saskatchewan, um, played a few shows with Basic Nature, and that okay. was like. The fun, the funnest thing. I enjoyed it so much. Oh, yeah, they're really fun to hang out with. Yeah, they're my favorite. They're big weirdos. <laughs> In the best way possible. <laughs> well, yeah, good, good weirdos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I swear, we're like, well, I don't know. We were just talking about like cookie monster. Cookie. We're, we're it's a good subject. <laughs> good topic. Proud weirdo over here. So how does uh I mean, as far as touring, I mean, how, how does how does the band go over? Because like we were talking about before, describing it is hard. <laughs> yeah, yes. When you're getting people coming out to the show, like who's coming out to the shows and how do you get, I mean, what kind of response have you had from people who maybe haven't, I know the internet thing, right, so you can just look it up and hear you, but I mean, what's the, what's the reaction? I don't know, like? there is lots of, there is a lot, it does sort of fit in with this thing, but I'm not really sure what the thing is that we fit in with, but, but people seem to be like, oh, you sound like this, or, like it seems like there's a, ref, people have a reference point for us that's not super... What is the reference point? Like those bands like Wax. Oh, the ones you're talking about, okay, yeah. 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 And stuff. Like, I don't really know what that is. But, yeah. But it's like a thing. Whatever like, that is, that that's what's in okay. It's like... Popular a, culture, sort of, on the French event. DIY. But like, Radio Radio okay. Hospital, like their last album was reviewed in Rolling Stone. So yeah, they're, they're, they're that's fairly... Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I feel like I've been following Waxahachie for like six years or something or like not what they used to be called P.S. Elliot or like that they're it's like two twins that have been like in each other's bands for like okay. a long time okay. and like I think they were still like pretty like well known slash big deal or whatever when I was like younger but six years ago but um but like they definitely have become more of a thing where like I used to live in Halifax okay and I and then like I don't know I feel like it's only in the past like couple years that like people who weren't like my weird punk friends in Halifax who like cared about or like that were aware of that and like I guess it's because they're in Rolling Stone and stuff which is like alright but <laughs> because of that people sort of have a reference point for like the music that we make so that's good I guess it is sort of, it's sort of like I, it's like rough, like the kind of music that we do is like sort of rough, rough around the edges like, yeah yeah it's yeah. like supposed to be like that yeah, it's like, kind of raw, right? It's like, yeah. Like, the guitar is distorted, but it's not, like, pop-punk distorted. Right, which is a very specific type <laughs> yeah. of, lots of palm muting and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's not like that. It's, like, more, like, jarring. Right. Kind of, like, raw-sounding. 
And so you guys probably don't do those pop punk things where you all of a sudden all stop and jump in the air at the same time and then land <laughs> on the court. No, we're working. Working it out. I think that might be a, like a, a actual difficult thing to do <laughs> to actually make oh. the land nail the landing and the court at the same time. Nailing, but yeah, the landing is that's is hard. <laughs> do you think the punk reference point is more kind of punk in, in terms of attitude or in terms of DIY-ness? Yeah, probably. Rather than that. like the, you know, six foot mohawks and like <laughs> definitely more of a DIY. Yeah, I think it's more in terms of that for sure. And then you mentioned earlier when we talked about propaganda, like there may be a connection in terms of the like the I guess the values or like the content. Is that that's probably where thing it too? Is, yeah. That's probably that's... most of it. I would say. Okay. I'd say that's most of it. Yeah. And, like, also just, like, f- from, like, like, in Halifax, like, playing music is really different, like, there, or it was when I was there. Like, here, there isn't as much of, like, a, like, DIY kind of thing happening, but there, there would be, like, shows in people's houses, like, all the time. Okay. Like, I barely ever went to bars or anything. And here, it's kind of, like, I don't know really why. Maybe it's just, like, I'm older and my friends are older and that's still happening, but, like, I'm not really even that old. Well, I think that's that's an interesting thing to bring up too because, like, I used to play in bands. I haven't played in bands in a while. It's been like not since like two thousand nine or something, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember when I first started playing in bands in the late nineties, everything was like that. It was like tons of like basement shows, tons of house shows, tons of like you go to a community center, like, the West Broadway Neighborhood Center used to have shows every every weekend. There'd be like seventeen bands playing, and it would be you know three bucks and all that. Everyone, I remember that. Yeah, too, just yeah. like full of like a million bands, all, all different kinds of bands, like ska bands and rap groups and hardcore bands, folk singers, whatever, just cram everyone into a basement. And then I kind of feel like that completely ended, and now mm. it doesn't. I'm out. I'm kind of out of it. Like you know, I got kids. I don't go to shows as much as I used to. So maybe it is happening. I just I'm not cool enough to know about it or something. But I, I feel like it kind of Winnipeg seems to sort of almost ebb and flow, where it's like this is what's happening, and then it stops, and everyone gets kind of segmented in their little areas. And playing like in certain venues, and then maybe eventually it kind of gets back and everyone's blended together. Like, have you played a lot of shows with radically different bands sound-wise from you, or is it all sort of? We have a little bit. I mean, not really that much. We like we haven't really like we don't really like book shows for ourselves that much anymore because we like people ask us enough to play that it's easier to just be like, okay, just take it when it kind of comes. Yeah, Yeah, and it's like pretty. It's like often enough that we're like pretty busy all the time, anyways. So like I don't know, like 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 there isn't really like any of that kind of like other band that we were talking about here that much. So like kind of mostly that's what we've done, but like not really that crazy. Nothing I that definitely wild. remember though in the like two thousand and nine ish. Yeah. Well, there was a ton more house shows. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know, like you say, I don't know if it's just because I'm out of the loop. I feel like it kind of might be just a thing that where it's like, it, there was people doing it and now there isn't. Yeah, no, if, if some people were, <laughs> if some people were like, I want to put on house shows, they would come. Yeah, they would come I back. Guess, yeah. Well, also though, like I'm like I don't want people in my house. That's yeah, that's the thing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no noise. I think that's that's to actually put it on is like a big. Yeah, it's kind of an ordeal for the person doing it, right? Because yeah. they have to invite all these weirdos into their house, and something's gonna get broken or stolen or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I used to. I used to do it. So, like when I first moved here, I remember I had one for like my friends that were a touring band, and there was it was kind of a shit show. There was some pretty wild stuff, and my roommates were like mad. Sorry, Georgia, if you're listening. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't. I don't really want to have that many people in my house and that many strangers. Yeah. I think it had like a different effect in that like. I felt like, like, usually you would know the person whose house you were going to, in at least a little bit. Yeah. 
which isn't really the case with. But like, you're all part of the same little scene, and yeah. Yeah, and and I felt like it had a sort of effect where, I don't know if this is a thing, that that y'all are thinking about listening to this, but like, <laughs> sorry I said y'all. I didn't mean to do that. No, I'll say y'all. I just slipped out. <laughs> but like, I feel like sort like sort of like accountability for people being like shitty was maybe easier, but also obviously not really that much easier, but like. <laughs> somewhat less hard than like, <laughs> than, like, at a bar or whatever. Because, yeah. like, that's a pretty big thing that is, like, a constant issue. Um, and, like, I don't know. I like every bar. And yeah. It's, like, there are bars, and it's, like, I used to sort of feel like if it's, like, a locally owned kind of bar, I would, like, hold them to a higher standard, but, like, past experience have been like not anymore doesn't really matter it's just gonna be shitty no matter what you know it pretty much yeah like like it's it's like you can you can like tr- like as, as hard as you try i feel like it's still going to be a bar and like that's not really like the uh, most yeah. welcoming zone does that does that even matter depending on what bands are playing or is it just it's always kind of there's that sketchiness about a bar well i guess like some are better than others some for sure like, uh, we have the most women-friendly bar in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> right, doesn't make a lot of hype about that, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, uh, I don't know, like, what what was the question? I can't well, it's still, it's an establishment that's, like, selling alcohol, right? So. Right, so you've got shitty people in the There's always that. Yeah. And, like, their goal isn't, like, let's all have friends together listening to music like their goal is like let's money. get some people in here yeah. and they'll buy some drinks and also we like music so, or like there's some other guy who's like I like music can I have like bands here and they're like sure or like I don't know that's that's probably like they hit, they, simplified yeah, they, thing they, at the end of the day that's still like they have to do that yeah you gotta sell blues to make money so. you gotta yeah yeah, for yeah. Sure. It's a so it's like it's different for sure I guess cool well do you wanna you have a song uh, oh yeah, <laughs> the song that I uh, the song that came to mind was, uh, but I don't really think it has anything to do with puppets. But well, it just made me, it's it. just the song that I thought about was "Army Dreamers" by Kate Bush. And what's was there any connection or? You just... Well, just like thinking about thinking about the song Master of Puppets and how I didn't want to choose that song. I was wondering if someone would choose that song. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to choose it either. I don't, I'm not, yeah, it's and funny. I'll, we all thought I'm it not really song. into that, but yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and then just, I mean, that song sort of related. Well, it's a, it's about kids playing soldier, I think. Okay. But it also has, like, I'm sure many other meanings. Should have been a father. But he never even made it to his twenties. 
going to talk a little bit about we just put out that song um europe so we were just talking about like like sort of like uh i don't know how common the experience of like that song is for people and like so what was the I mean, what was the song about just for people who haven't heard it yet maybe? well the song was about like a friend who was like a really close friend of mine who i thought was like a really safe person to be around turned out to be like a sexual predator and uh it was like really shocking and like shitty yeah. and uh i like that and i i think we were just talking a little bit about how that's sort of like a really common experience actually but like people don't really talk about it very much uh-huh. and how like like you can know somebody for a really long time and like think that they're your friend and they're like a really good person and then like it's really hard to believe that it's true when it happens but like it's really important because, like, people don't really lie about that stuff pretty much ever. Because, like, yeah. the, the attention that you get is, like... Super like, negative, I, right? Like, I hate that argument. It's like, oh, she's just looking for attention. It's like, oh, all the great attention that comes <laughs> with that. Like, where it's, like, you have people, like, I don't know, like, harassing you all the time and, like, saying that you're lying about this terrible Well, especially thing. if it's someone high-profile, too. Like, that they just get all of their fans to kind of gang up on, yeah. Yeah, like, there's never, like, a... Like, I can't think of a single reason why, like... What like why somebody would do that? That would like, I don't know, like, be worth the revenge that you would like. This the like yeah. when people don't even believe you half the time, anyways. So it's like, to me, like whenever I hear that, like, from someone, I just like even if I like don't know who they are, if if like someone is like this person is like a predator and like don't trust them, I'm like all right, because like why would you lie to me about that? 
Like, there, there's nobody, like, nobody is important not enough, like, I mean, to want to, like, destroy them in that way, like, without it being true. Yeah. To me. So, like, that's, yeah. And, I, I mean, I don't know. If anyone's out there and have been through this situation and, you, and you're like, I don't want to believe that my friend could have done this, like, it really sucks, but, like, you're, they're, like, you're not that friend if you, like, pretend that nothing happened and that you could just keep going like that's not like a real friendship Mm. and like if you guys are really friends then you can like talk about it and like i've never seen it like happen but i've like like people can change but like i i I haven't seen it happen so maybe they can but like well a big part one of the big kind of themes of that song is also um the the thing about how you and everyone gave that person a lot of chances yeah. and sort of tried to like push them into like like they kept doing be like like what what can I do so that that you guys forgive me and we'd be like wow we already told you but here's some more things and they would just they would just they would just continue being like what can I do I feel so bad and you'd be like here's some things you can do oh, and they'd be I like I can't do that really I can't do that like oh I can't I can't like stop drinking or like right. and I know there's people who like have addictions and stuff, but like, there's like if a list, there's a list of var- various things that you can do to take accountability. And when you're not, when you're, I, I mean, I've exp- I've had other experiences with other people where it's like, you're, they're not even willing to first admit that they did anything. Yeah, wrong. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like, well, okay, well then, we don't have to talk anymore. Yeah, it's like it's like <laughs> or like when you're like, oh, you did this thing that's wrong, and then they're like. Oh well, I was like, I was drunk or I was high, so it like that wasn't really me. And it's like, well, like, yeah, well, was. Yeah, was yeah, you, yeah, yeah. and like maybe you should like consider like dealing with your addiction so that you can stop doing that. And also consider it's like, or like they'll be like, I didn't do that, and it's like, well, were you like uh, blackout drunk last night? And they'll be like, maybe. And it's like, well, like, can you consider the possibility you that while well, you're yeah. blackout drunk, you don't yeah. know what you're doing and you might be doing really terrible things. Yeah. And, and like, I don't know. So like, yeah, like I feel like there's this thing where, where people will be like, Oh, this person like did this thing. And they'll be like, it's just a one thing they did. And it's like, and it's like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't, you shouldn't like just kick them out and like write them off forever. Yeah. And it's like, it's like that's really not like the process that I've seen. I've really seen people be like, "Whoa, that's really terrible and heavy," but like we really want you to change because you're our friend. And then people just being like, "I like just not being able to like admit that they even did it," I which think, is like the worst. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> I think what happens in a lot of cases too is that like the person who everyone just tries to excuse it or come up with reasons to explain it because it's their friend, and then maybe the friend gets passed for a little while, and then it happens again, and then kind of the number of friends supporting that person drops off drops off until eventually you kind of have to like yeah it's like it's like it's kind of like when i see this kind of thing happening i'm just like how many survivors do you have to see yeah. before you're going to be like before you're going to force this person to be accountable or get out of your life yeah yeah like and to me it's like for me it's like i don't even have like i'm just like one and like because of like the experiences i've had in, in my life like, and all the times that this has been repeated, it's, like, one is enough for me. Yeah. Like, I hear about it, and I'm, like, I don't want to be around you unless you're going to fix this problem. And, like, so, like, hopefully everybody out there, it's, like, listen to survivors because they have, like, literally no reason to lie. Yeah. And there's, like, there's They're no... They're going to make money off it or whatever they... <laughs> there's <laughs> no benefit yeah. at all to lying about that, like... 
So was writing that song, was that kind of like cathartic to get that out there or like get, get feelings out about it in song form or? Yeah, I guess because it was, it was pretty cathartic because it was just about like how I had this friendship with this person and then like, like it just didn't really, yeah, it was, it was cathartic. <laughs> like I had the friendship and then like this abrupt end to the friendship where yeah. like, it was like, we're friends, this thing happens, then like you like avoid me. Like, I go to the bathroom and you leave the house or something because yeah, yeah. you don't want to see me. And it's, like... And then, like, I don't ever talk to you again. So it was, like, really hard to, like, reconcile my, like... My, like... This version of this, like, caring person and this version of this, like, bad person who, like, is a coward and, like, doesn't want to yeah. talk to me. So, so like, writing the song, like, sort of helped me be, like... Work through how I felt about that, I guess. Well, it's a very good song. I really liked it. it was, Thanks. Uh... <laughs> So, um, we should maybe not be so serious and talk about something about puppets, maybe, just to kind of lighten the tone a little bit. I mean, that is a very, I think, I, like, not to downplay what you just said, I, mean, I think it's a very important message, and uh, having a song about it maybe is a way people can kind of deal with their feelings about it. And I know, I know there's been quite a few people in Winnipeg, not to name any names or anything, but, like, especially in the music scene in the past couple of years, who have been kind of, this has happened. I mean, there's been... Whether they're people who were in the scene before or people who are currently in bands, and then all of a sudden you hear all these horror stories, and yeah, they either get ostracized or just kind of infighting about whether they did it or not. But I mean, it's, I don't know, it's nice to hear someone singing about it, I think, to maybe kind of an, yeah. it's more abstract, it's not directly pointing a finger at somebody, and maybe friends of that person aren't feeling, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's getting, your song's gonna be heard by them, but I think it's a way to. I think that they'll definitely hear the song and I feel like the person in question like the person in question I'm not really sure because I haven't talked to him in quite some time but like I feel like other people who have been like this person yeah yeah will hear the song and I hope that it like sort of makes them realize that like (laughs) like the like like what what is at stake sort of like when they do that and that and like it's and and I also hope that like other people will hear this song who have that friend who like aren't really believing it who will then like like I feel like personal experiences and like emotional personal experiences are are really good for people to like I don't know like it makes you care more about an it like an issue so hopefully like if somebody hears this like super personal it's like like you know if they're like sort of on the fence about like whether or not they believe this person, yeah, like it's like first of all, it's like don't believe the person who says they didn't do it, like unequivocally, like, don't. <laughs> They're wrong. They did. They probably did it. They did it. And like, I don't know. I just hope that it like makes people like like have like an emotional reaction where they are, mm-hmm. and then they are like spurred to action based on that, whether they be like the perpetrator or the. The friend of, or, or, if, or like a bystander or something, and they like stop being a bystander and like become. And I and I feel like if if somebody has accused accuse you of this kind of thing, like you should be accountable and you should like really try to change. And like just the first thing that you can say is like, "I'm really sorry, and I don't ever want to do that again." And that's like, and like with like the best apologies are like one line. Yeah, it's not like. But and there's no excuses, right? It's just yeah. sincere. Yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, start with that, and then like move from there. That's what I would say. Mm. I guess that's that's something I've noticed too. Is that I know people who've done bad things, and 
the people who stop doing bad things are usually people who did a bad thing and then immediately were like, I never want to do that again. Yeah, yeah. Like, they caught themselves. And that's sort of like, unfortunately, that's often how it goes. It's like once you are on the path of denying, you're going to continue on that path. Yeah, and but, I, think, I think people can get off it, but it's like, sometimes it takes like a pretty huge slap in the face, which you probably would need. Yeah, and some people just won't ever. Some people admit will never. Won't, yeah. They'll just like move to Iceland and. Yeah. Or move from city to city and it keeps happening and keep moving. Yeah, and then eventually they move to enough cities that they just like have nowhere to go. Yeah. Which has happened with a few people for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, that's a good song. People should check it out. Uh, let's go to. <laughs> I feel weird going to a puppet song now because puppet is so lighthearted, and that was a very serious topic, but. Um, I mean, yeah, like definitely, definitely. I think I'm gonna put that song at the beginning of the show too, so people will have heard it kind of going into this. So okay. that's kind of backtracking to what you just heard at the beginning. That's, that's what that was about. So, um, do any of you have another puppet song to keep that thing moving? <laughs> I can play something if you want. If yeah, you, if you okay, uh, yeah, so okay. When uh, when I was thinking of puppets, I had all these ideas like Sesame Street and stuff and, and those things, and then I started thinking of um, like. Maybe if there's local bands that, that, that involve puppets, and I couldn't really think of anything like that. But we did have um, a guest on a show, I think it was in 2014, who, it, as it turns out, uh, is a really, really huge puppet fan. Like, she is kind of obsessed with puppets, and a, a large part of the, the interview involved her describing her love of puppets. So I thought, I could play a song by her, and then we can maybe go into puppets that way. So um, that, that's, the, the person in question is uh, Slattern, are you, Julia Rickman, are you familiar with her? Mm-hmm. No. She's like, you know, she's been in tons of local bands, really awesome, and... Uh, we had no I uh, we had no idea about the puppet thing. Like I mean, my, my friend I used to host the show with, and, and I were in a band. We played tons of shows with her bands, and like you know, always listen to her music. But the puppet thing never really came out until we sat her down and started talking to her. And she's really deep into the puppet. Like she's a big puppet <laughs> fan. So which is really awesome. It was kind of the coolest part of the interview because it just went off this weird tangent about puppeteering the puppets, and she wanted to be a puppeteer and all this stuff. So I really encourage people to check out that episode. I'll, I'll put a link on this one to that because it's actually a really cool conversation. But so I figured I'll just play a song by her. And uh, so I was trying to decide which one. She's been in so many bands, you know, like uh, over the years. So I just decided I have this CD, and uh, it's this little tiny miniature CD. It's her first demo of her solo stuff. And it's like this little hand-numbered thing. And uh, when I first started hearing her bands, um, this is kind of where I, uh, I I really got into her. It's just a song called uh, One Set Fire, and it's my favorite song of hers. Uh, it's really kind of... It's not that different from her, her usual stuff, but it's really driving. Like, it's got this really kind of insistent bass line and drum beat. And, uh, yeah, it's really cool. So let's just listen to Slattern. I want to fire.
big to stage, and this guy was like, no, you can't go up there. I'm like, but I'm playing. He's like, oh, okay. And then after I'm like going to find my car, and I like decide to go back, use the back door instead of like the front, because it was all crazy. People were leaving. And everybody was like exiting. Some people were coming in, and I'm going in. He's just like, no. And I was like, uh, <laughs> I have to go to the back, though. Uh, and he's just like, oh, and I just played. He's like, oh, yeah, you. I don't know. I keep on stopping you. I'm so sorry. I was just like, ah, oh, this is weird. Like, why are you stopping me? I felt really, I don't know. Was it my hair? Like, you still have, even... you have green hair at that point? Yeah, yeah. It <laughs> that seems like a very easy recognizable. recognize. Like, yeah, it was like the biggest thing. And I'm just like, I just played. He's like, oh, yeah. He just, I'm like, this is weird. I feel weird. <laughs> You know, we were just talking about playing the propaganda show and, like, some weird tokeny experiences. It's like, uh, yeah, Morella has, like, like butt-length seafoam green hair. And it's like, you remember her hair. It's, like, so weird. The song we just heard was uh, I Want to Set Fire by Slattern, and the only reason I picked it is because she's into puppets, which is awesome. And, like, she's one of my favorite local artists, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just And I really like this demo, too. It came out, I don't know, it must have been... Probably close to ten years ago now, but it's uh, it's in a really hard to play format. <laughs> but I kind of respect that that she went to all the trouble of making this a really hard to play little mini CD thing, and it's still one of my favorite local albums. I used to have a mini CD player. There's a they, they're gone. It was a thing for a while. Like, Probably like, ten years ago, actually, when yeah, I was you like can fourteen. Play normal CD you can, but it, they don't. Well, they, not normal. But now everyone's normal CD players are just a thing that sucks it in, right? And this is gonna I, it gets stuck, and then yeah. <laughs> But did you not have a mini disc player? I, I did at one, one point. Oh, I did at one point. That's yeah. a different. Maybe. It's a different I, thing. Different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I had that. What really? It's this is a yeah, mini disc was like a recording. Oh. It's like, like piece of recording equipment. Yeah. But I had like, like I would buy like Backstreet Boys mini discs. Whoa. I remember hearing about that. I always thought mini discs were just for recording your own stuff. But I know someone who apparently bought a ton of albums on mini discs. Yes. I had no idea like that. Like my, like yeah. my, uh, my parents like got me a mini disc player. And then, because they were like, it's smaller, it's like a CD player. But it's smaller, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is like, at the point when things were still, you know how electronics have gotten small and they're yeah. like getting big if again. Yeah, if only they had known. Yeah, that, that could make a comeback. I could see mini disc make a comeback. Mini discs? <laughs> Tapes are back, right? Tapes are back. Mini discs were never really there, though. In the first place. Yeah. Well, they're digital format, right? So. Where it's known as not as nostalgia cool. In a couple years. You think CDs are going to come back? Uh, or eight tracks hey, like not. The I think eight tracks are just not. <coughs> yeah, like not going to happen. Like, like I had a happen. I had a laser disc. I didn't have a player. I just had the disc. <laughs> <laughs> I just had one laser disc once. I was like just shiny. I think if CDs come back, it'll be because kids who never had them in the first place, which is weird to even think of. But like kids who didn't grow up with ever having any CDs, it's going to be like this weird nostalgia thing for them. Like nostalgia they weren't actually there for. Because I think a lot of the kids are getting tapes now. I have no idea what they didn't grow up with tapes. Mm. Like, I interviewed uh, a few months ago uh, Micah Visser, you know that guy? Yeah. And he's, uh, he put out a tape. His first album was on tape. It's a very good album. I really like it. But he doesn't have a tape deck. And uh, he just wanted to put out a tape. So he's never listened to his own album on the format in which it. <laughs> which was really weird. Well, he just get a tape deck. Yeah. Well, he had a bunch of tapes, too. He's been collecting these tapes at shows, like kind of what you guys were saying before, about, you know, buying things to support bands. And they, I think he said, yeah, I need to get a tape deck. But, and he said a lot of people who are buying his, you know, because he's, he's 19, right? So he's, 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 his friends are the age where tapes were not even a thing. Like for like, maybe yeah. someone's parents' old car had a tape. Yeah, like, like I had tapes when I was a kid. I still do, yeah. yeah. I still have all my tapes when well, I was a kid. Like I, yeah, I have, I have, but like that was like. That was the format. Yeah. Yeah. The CDs and tapes. But yeah. like, I had tapes, like I got tapes. The Ninja Turtle nice. soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The uh, Ace Ventura soundtrack. 
So just a lot of soundtracks. <laughs> Those are the only two <laughs> they do? I can remember. And, and like Raffi. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So I guess, CDs maybe for kids who are you know been never never seen them before. But anyway, okay. So um, we're gonna close out the show in a minute, and uh, we like to do at the end here to kind of wrap up. Uh, Get the guests to let everyone know where they can find their music, any shows that are coming up, anything notable. I mean, the CD release obviously is a big deal, right? But uh, what's the best way? If someone's hearing you for the first time on this show, what's the best way to find your stuff? Uh, on Facebook. Uh, so it's facebook.com slash Music. Uh, we have uh, Bandcamp as well. Okay. So that's one way. Um, and our new songs are on our SoundCloud. Yeah. SoundCloud? Yeah. Everything's on Facebook. Our sound, yeah, everything's, you can click on it all from Facebook. Give us a little likey with your digital phone. <laughs> tweet us, too. Tweet us. Tweet us. Tweet. We have a Twitter. We're not really that good at Twitter. We have, like, 60 followers or something. Nothing like that. <laughs> don't even bother. No. Don't, don't even bother. Did you forget the Twitter? I was for, like, for some chirp. time. I was just, like... I, You're pretty good at it. I got it. I got Twitter, Twitter, and then I kind of just started retweeting all these pictures of, uh... Like hamsters in these tiny settings <laughs> yes. that I found. So that's pretty useful. If you, scroll, that. if you scroll down, you're gonna find a lot of really great pictures of hamsters. Of hamsters, uh, hamsters and mice in like like on thrones and like driving cars awesome. and like tending bar. Nice. Um, so we have Twitter. Uh, yeah, new stuff. SoundCloud. Our album will be on Bandcamp. Mm. Um, is it gonna be in any local stores or anything? Or is that kind of in the, uh, be figured out to be decided? It will probably be at local stores. Oh, yeah. It'll be at all. It'll be at all of them. All of them. Cool. Go to the mall. And then, the, is there a CD release show? Because I know we talked about the date that's coming out, but yeah. it's an actual. Yeah. Twenty third at the Goodwill with Cannon Bros and Animal Teeth. Cool. Yeah. We're April twenty. Really April twenty. April twenty third, yeah. which yeah. is a Saturday. Yeah. Oh, but we're also playing a show uh, March twenty seventh. Uh, at the Goodwill with no 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 no. I think, but by the time this comes out, that might already be over. So oh. people may have already seen it. So or you're. Going back to the past, and yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> May have we've happened. already played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was great. <laughs> okay, I well, that. It will be <laughs> <laughs> so the CD release show is like the big one, though. That's, I mean, that's yeah. the one people should come to. That's the one people should We're come holding to. holding off for it. Yeah. Cool. Okay, well, if people want to hear more episodes of this show, go to witchpolice.com. There's like 170 some of these on there. You just click on podcasts, they're all there for free download and streaming. Um, we're also on UMFM. Uh, they replay older episodes every Monday night at 11. So those are ones from like a couple months before. So it kind of gives each episode like a second life, which is sort of cool. Even though everything that's being talked about is already well over, it's just kind of neat that like you know we can. Well, like you said, the Slattern, the Slattern loves puppets. Right, and that's that, 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 that's that's evergreen. That's always interesting. <laughs> yeah, so that, I mean that's a good way to hear us. Uh, we're also part of the Garbage Hill Podcast Network, which is an extremely loose group of people doing this sort of thing on various topics. Like, I mean. Uh, I guess now because just like recording music, uh, anyway, everyone can do everything now because of the internet, right? People can record an album in their basement, put it on Bandcamp. People can like write a book and get it self-published. People can get a recorder and do podcasts. So there's a whole bunch of people in Winnipeg doing podcasts on whatever topics. Like there's a comic book one. There's pop culture stuff. There's me going around interviewing bands in the back of cars or whatever. And then yeah, so uh, that's at garbageshellnetwork.com. I really encourage people to check that out, just because it's all DIY. No one's making any money off it, and it sort of serves to. Share listeners, I guess. Cool. So yeah, sounds awesome. And then we want to close out on one more puppet song. So I know that you're having a hard time thinking of an extra puppet. What's the first thing that comes to mind, I guess, for puppets that we want to close on? Last, what? Master? What were we thinking? Master of puppets? <laughs> Should we close on a master of puppets? Yes! <laughs> awesome. Okay, let's close on a master of puppets. All right. Thanks a lot for having me. <laughs> <laughs>